1: Episode three. So Harriet the other day got home from school, who's in grade five, and she said to me, we just got told that 80% of the jobs that exist now won't exist when I finish school. And that sounded to me like a real doom and gloom. And then I was thinking, that's actually really amazing. When I was coming through school, everything was really pigeonholed and I had to either be this or that or this imagine being in a world where the sky's the limit really you can just choose and follow your passion yeah but the
0: difference is now that not everyone's emotionally equipped to deal with that kind of uncertainty a lot of what people need is comfort and security so I think our job as parents and and sort of you know the wisest age group of society need to give comfort that that's like, where will their comfort and
1: safety come from? I know. Well, one of the things I find really horrible about getting older is everybody talks about, oh, the young ones, they're no good at this. gen why this? They don't try and they just expect to be the top. And I first of all, I want to say I work with young te- kids all the time when I'm a teacher because I teach at university and I think their values are different and what they're looking for is different. So I think trying to to try and match the values of two generations is kind of crazy because I'll say to them, oh, what did you do for the summer? And they'll built a well in an African country. I mean, I never even thought of that. So they're, they're different and they're aspiring not necessarily to be at the top because they don't necessarily want what we want. But on that note about being a parent and teacher, you're right. We've got to teach kids. Well, the big buzzword is resilience, but we've got to teach them how to to deal with lack of certainty and embrace it and see it as exciting because it's controlled by us as people. It's not people get to artificial intelligence and machines. We're in charge, so I think yeah. And
0: look and back to the millennial piece. I have a really strong philosophy about it. It's it's through circumstance that they've never experienced harsh times. You know, I'm, I'm sort of at that age bracket where I think I classify at the top end of Gen Y. And I vaguely remember the 1987 crash where people lost jobs and, you know, people had to sell their homes with 17% interest rates. I vaguely remember that, but I was too young to appreciate the impact it had. But ever since then, it's all been good.
1: Like seriously, all good. Yeah, but that's not their fault. That's a yeah. gift and and but also I think that they've seen us work and work and work. For what? Yeah. I think there's this real Oh my god! It's just a bigger, better, brighter, shiny, a new toy, really. and then you
0: get cancer and die.
1: Yeah, so why not just live a little? So I think, um, but I think it happens every generation. Every generation needs to think that the one coming next haven't got it right. And I absolutely loved. I was on a plane the other day, and I watched that um, Bear Grylls. He takes a star out, and he took Obama, which. Oh, really? In itself, I think is just an amazing thing. They just went for a day, and I think that's amazing for a president to go out and do that. And he did it. For, very in touch. Very in touch. And so not Trump. And um I just thought but he said We could do a
0: whole episode <laughs> of So Not Trump.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll call our next one So Not Trump. So and I think um he said something two things that he said were just so profound, but I mean he's an amazing guy. One is he was talking about um climate change and Bear said how do you get the, a lot of the older people on board, the people who are sceptical and don't really believe in climate change? And he said, to some extent, you can't really. And I think there comes to be a stage where we have to step aside and let the next lot have a go. And I really admire that because you can bang your head against a to brick wall forever, but really you have to say at some point, we're done our bit. It's time for them to shine. And the other thing I loved, which just is totally off the track, but I just really thought was fantastic – but it does sort of talk about kids and children he said i don't know what my kids are going to do when they grow up and i don't know where that what they can do but the two things i think they need to be is useful and kind and i think that that's a really really good thing i was oh, do you do you think i i love that and i think um you know that's what i'm really
0: looking for when i look for um people who inspire me is that I think sometimes we get a bit jaded, particularly in the corporate world, about where does nice fit in, but it actually does. It really does.
1: I Actually, I was talking to a good friend of mine, Liz, the other day, and we were saying, imagine. I mean, this, it's, it's so out there, the concept, but imagine if the workplace, everyone behaved like their normal selves. Yeah, right. Everyone was just themselves because something happens at work. We're, I often talk about – so someone said to me at work not long ago, a place that I've worked for eight years, oh, you would have made a great mum which I find was well, it was kind of a compliment, but at the same time I am a mum and at the time I had an eight-year-old and a ten-year-old and I thought, isn't that extraordinary that they don't know about me as a person, I'm a, I'm a role. And we were laughing, we were going, it's kind of like when you drive your car, you never drive like that again when you go for your licence, then you go to drive how you want to. Well, we kind of, I reckon it would be really great if we are just working as ourselves. Well, that's why, I, that's why I,
0: it still is performance. You know, it's like a performance. It's like being an actor, you know, and, you know, putting on a suit is your shield
1: of armour and it's your costume. I know. I mean, I couldn't work. I imagine trying to be a lawyer in a law firm dressed as a clown. I mean, you just couldn't. So it's, it's all your armour. But at the same time, I feel really sad. And I think that's probably when she said that to me and she was going, oh, wouldn't it be nice if we're all ourselves? I thought that's hit the nail on the head for me. That's why I'm not good at it. No. Because I don't want to play that game. And I'm pretty crap at it, actually. I'm pretty... Um, I don't really like hierarchies. I get really lost in all of that because I miss the point. I miss the game and I get left behind. Well, people who do do well have an
0: amazing stamina. It's a stamina that we just can't give ourselves into. Give me a long run and I'll do it, but the stamina of, of day in, day out, facing the same challenges. But, you know,
1: full kudos to the people who, who do do it. Yeah, but the problem for me is I don't want what's at the end. <laughs> I've got no interest in, in what the, the carrot at the end is of no value to me. I just go oh, my God, the person who made it, that's not what I want to be, what they got to. So it's impossible for me to put in the, the stamina. But then again, I think, um, and this is what I want to teach our kids, there's different kinds of people. So understanding yourself. It's taken me really 46 years to understand I absolutely can't stand routine and many people need to know what the day brings. I can't stand it. I can't even drive to work the same way. Natalie doesn't even have a to-do list. No I, well, I have a different approach. I go to bed when everything's done, so I wake up and it was all done. i can't bear well i don't know there's just something about me but that but and I suppose it gets to an, a stage and age in your life that's okay that's who I am, yeah, and I can't be that put around peg in a square hole.
0: But what it means is what,
1: what we wanted to talk about
0: in this episode is, you know, what what's, what's our predicted future and what's the jobs you can aim for? And, you know, the reality is nobody knows, but what are the skills that we can recommend you work on? You know, what are the things that um, we can anticipate will never go away? And we all know things like the service industry will never disappear um, and there's always going to be, you know, jobs available for that. But those repetitive tasks are not going to be around anymore. No,
1: there was... Really fantastic. A few weeks ago, I sat with some pro- programmers who were from the States and I don't get to sit with guys who talk that, well, geeky talk. They were really interesting guys. I had a really great time with them. But It was fascinating talking to them because when I talk to my friends, they're all, oh, I hope they're getting good marks and I want them to do this, I want them to do that. And these guys all said, oh, God, we hope our kids don't go to uni. What a waste of time. And I said, really? And they said, well, they can go to uni, but only do something you're passionate about don't do it just cuz because who knows where we're headed just do something you love so if you love violin study it but don't just go and do something cuz you're on a path and it was really and one of them actually said which I I it was so good to speak to different people he said I tell my kids minimum screen time two hours a day and the whole world I mean everyone says my whole world is people saying oh no they're not allowed on screens not allowed climb the trees but be very safe (laughs) be very careful out on the trees in fact I've got a funny story on that I came home and said I'm sick of screens I'm sick of it and I said to my kids after school now you have to play outside like I did in 1975 of course missing so many points that 1975 was a different world and But anyhow, so I sent my kids out at 4 o'clock. At 4.08, my son had broken his wrist. So we had approximately eight minutes of freedom and spirited living outside and were straight back in for seven weeks in a cast on uh, the iPad. But what I meant about... so now he's encouraged to sit at his desk (laughs) all day long, all night long. No, but what I just loved about these guys is just them going... You know, that's the skills they're going to need. They're going to have to be really good at typing. They're going to have to be really... They need search engine optimization skills at a very young age. They're going to be good researchers. Yeah. You know, that's what's going to be a good skill is how to find stuff. I mean, already our brain, there is, all the brain studies and that are showing that our, we're not retaining knowledge anymore because that's evolution. We don't have to. The no, internet has no. taught us we don't have to retain it. We have to find it. So that's another really important skill is... Um, finding information but um, critiquing the information. Is it correct? Is it valuable? Is it reliable? Maybe filing information is some sort of future career path that will exist. <laughs> maybe. Maybe we'll all be filers and we just have robots do everything. But I um, but I suppose what I... I just want people to go, let's teach our kids these skills and but let's say to them, what an amazing time you've got in front of you. You're going to be... Because these changes aren't just going to happen. People have to invent them and come yeah. up with the ideas. It's not just someone's going to thrust upon us from Mars, they're going to throw down 3, uh, 300,000 computers and, and robots and they start working. We have to do it.
0: Yeah, and I think you know it really comes from almost everybody should start a business because at some point in their lives because no one can write the book of how, how it's going to work step by step. What's my day going to involve? What's,
1: how's it going to go? No, well, my son's got a business called Tech Heads. He's 13 and rides around with his mate on a BMX and fixes people's computers. And the biggest lesson he's learned is just because it's an idea doesn't mean you get customers. So he's having to really dig deep and think how. So He did tell me he's made $115 so far, so I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, well, His whole goal in life is by the time he's 16 to not have to work in McDonald's. It's yeah. He doesn't really care. But... He came up with the idea, the flyers, the T-shirts, but customers don't just come. So he's learning that whole skill set and I think that's a great thing to learn. Yeah. Um, but 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 what I'm saying is, you know,
0: people turn up to a role. I'm, I work in HR and they want to know what am I going to be doing and what am I going to be measured on? And I think managers really struggle to articulate that, but they also struggle to articulate what am I looking for? What What are the signs of success? And, you know, when you're with a small business, the sign of of success is how much money's in your bank account. So there's like an end goal. It's not about the activity you do to get there.
1: And you don't know what hurdles you're going to have to face. No, and that's where job descriptions are a total disaster for me because I, and I don't, the people I employ, I hate articulating a job description. So that means I have to find someone who, thinks like me because the job description for me is just so limiting i i can't bear the thought of someone saying that's not what i'm supposed to
0: do well you might be missing out on them doing something in their role that could really add value to you because it's not in the job description
1: which brings me to my biggest bugbear of all corporations uh they've become really slow moving beasts but they don't and the ones i've worked in they don't really want people to be great thinkers and entrepreneurial. So they're all talking about it's all exciting and that. But actually the thing, the type of person who, so for me, I don't like sitting at a desk very much. I'm not very good. I wander around. And I remember working at one of the big law firms and the managing partner walked past and said, he had some clients. And they said, oh, who's that? And he said, oh, that's Natalie. We don't really know what she does. And I I found that really sad. I mean, I loved that he he was a great partner and he let me be me, but- Pretty much, I was just like this misfit wandering around, and I thought it's just really tragic. I actually love people and clients. I'm always thinking of ways to solve their problems, but it wasn't really ha- appreciated. So, I if I could say to big corporates, or oh, I should, don't even know if it's just big corporates, just just give people an opportunity to be themselves. And I tell you one thing, I did with um.
0: But so, just before you
1: move on, I think um. A lot of that's got to do with brand. You know, they expect
0: certain limits within their brand and they kind of have to. I don't know if you've seen this week Qantas released a video of their um, their attire rules, like so oh, no yeah. beards allowed, no. But I kind of get it at the same time. Like it's very restricting in terms of that individuality, the personality. But I don't know how much spunk I want my pilot to have.
1: Whereas Sarah, I couldn't care less. I don't care what they look like I I care about their integrity and their skills and their knowledge so and and that's where we're all different and yeah but I
0: do think that that limit I worked for a big automotive company that um I think they weren't passionate about innovation and creativity because their brand was so strong so strong they don't need it to be
1: yeah and there you go that's why I don't fit yeah that's the whole point. So I th- I'm not saying I'm right. My God, no. I've proven- We're so right. I've, I've proven for 20 years I'm so wrong. I have never done the – I don't last very long places, so don't get me wrong. Um, anyway, we were trying to be really creative here and come up with the future jobs, but we didn't do
0: a great job in work brainstorming for this episode. But we came up with the things, what I know, or know I won't be when I grow up. So um, what were some of those things, Nat? Well, we
1: probably won't be a postie. I probably won't be a taxi driver. I probably won't work on a production line. I probably um, won't be a lawyer. Yeah, and that's an interesting one. I don't think you'll be a lawyer or an accountant or a lot of those things in the same way it looks now. It doesn't mean you won't do it. In fact, I reckon it's going to be great because I think it'll take a lot of the mundane tasks out of it and automate them and then step you up to the stuff that requires the real thinking. Yeah, like long lunches. Yeah, well, uh, that's a whole nother episode on mums. Try have, being a mum and working and having a long lunch. I don't know. In in the 13 years I've been a mum, I haven't had a long lunch. Have you? Um, no, because I usually have to leave for pick-up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, uh, no, the long lunch is uh, is the domain not for me. or I'm locked out of that. But that's another episode. But, um, yeah, so that's today I, I think is an opportunity to think about where we're headed and just let let the next generation it's at some stage we will step aside and in the great words of obama let them have a go
0: yeah i agree but
1: look i'd love to
0: impart some major wisdom of what i think the future jobs look like but as i said i think there's certain skills like um you know internet marketing that our kids can learn now but even that is going to look very different
1: yeah so i suppose the number one skill is um resilience to go on the ride Resilience, but I also think creativity and communication, the ability to have relationships,
0: the ability to, you know, have interpersonal conversations, interpersonal relationships um, is, you know, why we really should be encouraging them out there
1: climbing trees and playing in the court and breaking their arm. (laughs) So um, that's, that's resilience. That's How's your true. pain threshold? Test this. Well, it's bad. It's it's pretty good because he came in at four and I took him to the doctors at 11 because I didn't believe him. So uh, <laughs> now the bad. How other. tough are you? <laughs> well, tough enough to start tech ed, so it hasn't been a total failure. All right. Uh, thanks very much and let's uh, let's chat next Friday. Yeah, thanks for coming, guys.